Welcome back. <laughs> I just want to try and see how it felt. We're keeping that. Welcome back to another episode of Business Partner Partners. I'm Chrissy. I'm Ryan. And today, that sounded so solemn. I'm Ryan. Thank you. Why don't you let me introduce it? Okay. Welcome to the Business Partner Partners podcast. Oh. My name is Chrissy McCrary. Oh. And I'm Lee McDermott. Sweet. That introduces so our guest on the show today is international pop star and lead pastor of global ministry. That's a real title. At New Spring Church, Lee McDermott. And also hey. our friend. But yes. more, I was going to say, more importantly than all of those titles, BFF is of the BPP. One of our BFFs of That's the BPP. Right. So, Lee, welcome. We're so happy to have you on our podcast today. Happy to be here. <laughs> and you are the first of our best friends that has been on the podcast. Whoa. Which I will hold as a badge of honor over feel? everyone yeah. else's head for our time immemorial. <laughs> <laughs> you will never forget it. Um, so we kind of had an idea of bringing Lee on because, yes, Lee works at a church, but he also is one of the wisest people, I think Ryan and I would agree, that we both know. And Oh, guys. Easily in the top 100. And is just top 100. <laughs> top 100 and it's just very, I made it. <laughs> very thoughtful and very for our marriage mm-hmm. and has great questions and insight into our marriage because we actually got married the very same year mm-hmm. that Lee and his wife, Allie got married, who Allie is also another one of the, one of our best friends. Um, Lee played music at our wedding and he had to play the same song on loop. I like was broken yeah. because I thought you weren't showing up. Look y'all, it was so cold <laughs> Look, on that y'all. day. It was so cold at their wedding you guys and oh, to all the listeners out there, I just want to paint a picture of this, this beautiful hillside out in the country. And it was freezing cold in November. And there's me with my, you know, guitar and I'm, I am playing an inst- the best instrumental version of greatest that faithfulness that was great. ever heard for a full 30 minutes <laughs> while G was putting the finishing touches on yeah. her wedding situation uh, before she came walking up, the making hill. sure wedding she situation. hadn't changed her mind. Also like cow- cows <laughs> were mooing in the background. Oh, it was yeah. a moment. It was That's a right. farm. So we actually have an idea to do a recurring spot with Lee where he kind of comes on and does almost a, like a marriage check, mm-hmm. not in a, not in a like condescending way, but in a, I'm going to prod at y'all and maybe. see, and see where, <laughs> <laughs> see where you are. Um, and he, he has an insight into us as business owners, but first and foremost, us as friends and us like our marriage. So mm-hmm. This is Lee. This is the first counseling-ish, I think is what we're going to call it. Counseling-ish is the name? Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Counseling-ish spot because, um, yeah, Lee. Yeah. Welcome. And Well, yeah, happy to be here. You know, I I think that I have a unique perspective for business partner partners because as a friend, I've sort of like been watching not only your journey in in marriage together, but your journey into business together. Mm -hmm. And... uh, because Mountain Goat was not a reality when I first met and knew you guys when we were first friends. And so I've seen sort of all the iterations of the things that you guys have gone through. And uh, for all those listeners out there who don't know this, or like even into the journey of being parents, mm. the McCrary's and the McDermott's were all in the hospital together at the same, same time day. because our children were born literally on the same day. That Now that was a party. Yeah. Our first so, kids, both of our first kids. Yep. Yeah, that was, that was pretty crazy. So I do feel like, you know, the, this conversation, what I, what I hope it does is for anyone 
any couples out there who are uh, married and or together and doing a business together that it, it, you know, you just feel seen and perhaps a few things come out of the conversation. Because I think you guys have a lot to add, you know, to, to people who are going through it. And you're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I can see a trajectory in your marriage that is toward health. And, and you know, you just, uh, I, I will say this for everyone out there. How old is Mountain Goat now? Five. five. Just over five. Five years. And you've been married for 11, 12? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be 12 in November, right? 12 in November. Because y'all are 12 That's in right. September. Yep. So I will say this. I think I can say from the outside looking in that your marriage it seems to be healthier and more vibrant and more fulfilling five years into Mountain Goat than perhaps when you started. Yeah. Now, w- would you guys Aww. say that that's true? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think so. I think, that, I think that's, yeah, a, I that's think awesome. So. I mean, and obviously there have been, been plenty of ups and downs uh, with that. But so let, let me ask you guys this question from a, from a marriage perspective. Think about it through the lens of that. What's the best thing about owning a business together? Wow. Are we going to cry? I'm not going to cry. We've already discussed on here what makes me cry. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Unless someone in the room dies or Clemson comes in and runs down the hill, I'm not going to cry today. <laughs> you might. Okay, Ryan, I want you to start. What's the best thing about running a business with me? Um, I mean, I think that's a pretty easy question. I think it's because running a business in general is very consuming, right? Like it's it's what you do, but then also when you're not doing it, you're thinking about it. And so like we went through a season, we've talked about this before on the podcast where like, this was my thing that you like were adjacent to. And then like it kind of went to us doing it together. And now it's almost like your thing that I'm helping with. But mm-hmm. like when it was not your thing, I was always talking to you about like, I got this idea or well, I'm thinking about this and thinking about this. And like, I don't, I think it was like you were a nice sounding board, but it was never like, there wasn't that excitement reciprocated. And so mm-hmm. I think doing it together because it is so consuming outside of when we're actually doing work on it. Uh, it just feels a lot better that like, we're both interested in like, it's not just me like saying things to you. Like you have ideas now too. And like we discuss things together and, um, for better or for worse, it kind of like ends up in all of the parts of our lives. Mm-hmm. So, but, it, but I, but it, because I think anyone that would run, that runs a business, I think would agree that like it does consume so much of you in, in and outside of work that it's nice to be able to share that. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> good answer. You said that so much, like, I expected a lot worse. That's good, I guess. That's fine. I think... Give me a better answer. Here's a better answer. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that I feel like sharing wins. We And we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Like, we feel it so much more deeply together because we're both kind of in the trenches of it all. Yep. So like when we have something that happens and we're able to celebrate it together, it just, it means a lot more than just like if I were to come home and he wasn't at all involved in mountain goat. I mean, you think about like you and Allie, like Mm -hmm. I know that y'all can share a lot to like couples can share a lot. You can share like job burdens and jobs, job excitement. But when we're both like, we both have our hands fully in it and we're investing so much in it, it, it just feels more, more, more fulfilling in that way. And also running your business partner, being the person that you're safest with and knowing that if you're failing, that person still is going to be on your team at the end of the day. Whereas mm-hmm. if your business partners with someone that you're not married to, I mean, at any point we could, I mean, divorces happen obviously, but I'm saying like 
if you just are business partners with someone who ha- you have a business idea with, you know, you can split ways because you, you see things differently, but like, because our life and business vision is together and intertwined, I think it makes it easier for us to feel like safe and fall back on one another. And the failures are more like, it's okay because we have our actual life. Do you know what I mean? Like when Mountain Mm -hmm. Goat isn't doing well, we can look at each other and be like, look at these cute kids we made and find positives together because we have so much more life outside of the business together. So it reminds me of the old adage that like in the context of friendship that burdens are cut in half and joys are Mm -hmm. doubled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I I think that's, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm interested to know from y'all's perspective is, you know, the best marriages that I know of are ones where the, the husband and the wife are really in a intimate friendship with one another. They, they enjoy each other's company. Friendship is kind of the atmosphere of their relationship. Mm-hmm. How would you guys say that owning a business together has both stretched and tested your friendship with each other and then grown and deepened it? Mm. I can answer for now. Um, <clears throat> I think the, the stretching, the thing that comes to mind is like, uh, when we disagree about something, we take it's still there at home. Like you disagree about something in your job and then like you turn your computer off and drive home yep. and like pick it up tomorrow. But like if we disagree about something here, we like at best get in two different cars to go home and then have to finish that or don't. But like it's, it's there. And so I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of, that um and i think in the same way like it strengthens it because we are sharing and all that so like like you said like we said before like the the wins are we can but we can enjoy those when we we leave here as well um you know it's like when i tell you that like oh we closed a big deal i was working on at work today and you're like okay cool it's exciting and i'm like no this is a really big deal (laughs) but like around like here it's like something as simple as just like we're sitting on the couch watching tv you're doing nothing and like man, I'm so excited about this from Mountain Goat. And it's like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, it's very much reciprocated. So I think that that would be my answer. Hmm. Hmm. That was good. That was okay. <laughs> I'm reading into all your hmms. I don't really feel like you talked about our friendship, though. I mean, I get what you're saying. I feel like you just kind of echoed on, like, the, the, good, the good parts of being together. Oh, our friendship specifically. So Ryan and I never had a friendship before we started dating. We're still not friends. So- <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I actually think that's an interesting part. Let me help you with that. We should probably work on that first. I think that's an interesting part of our story is essentially we met, he fell in love with me and that was it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think (laughs) I, I honestly am really intrigued by relationships that either start as friends or they start romantically from the get go. You and Allie started romantically as well. Right. Um, yeah. I think on paper, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on paper, I think it's good to have a good like base friendship. Um, it can be hard to build that at this as the same time as a romantic relationship. But I do think because our whole first year of dating was long distance, mm. we had to become friends on the internet though. So that's right. Mm-hmm. Internet friends. <laughs> and so Just our like whole chance. Yeah. Our for our whole first year of dating was just emailing back and forth. We'd talk on the phone like yep. once, but if you know Ryan and I well, 
you know about us, which you do, Lee, but you know that... I love talking on the phone. <laughs> our, no, our like basis of our friendship is humor. And the way that I feel close to people is... La- that's my, that's yeah. my love language I've invented. Yep. Yep. You know, love languages are like physical touch, yeah, quality yeah. time, gifts. I've invented laughter. Laughter. Technically, I guess you could fold that into quality time because you have to be with someone to laugh with them. Mm -hmm. But you know the closeness you feel with someone when you can like get a good laugh in? Oh, yeah. It's untouchable. Yeah. And so because we had to start our whole first year of dating, yes, it was like romantically motivated. Romantic laughs. Romantic laughs. (laughs) We were able to like build that foundation with email and just telling stories. And so I think that we we did create a good basis of friendship. I think also one of the biggest things with friendship is trust Mm -hmm. and safety. And I think I really trusted Ryan when he decided to open mountain goat. Like I didn't ask many questions if you've listened to any past podcasts. And I think that since then, the way that my, like our friendship has grown in the way that he's kind of grown in my eyes is because he's been able to look back and say, I probably didn't make the, make the best decision about this, 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 this. Mm. So the fact that he's been able to show humility in like maybe, you know, admitting that some of the decisions he made specifically about mountain goat at the beginning weren't the best has increased my trust for him, which I think in turn increases our friendship. Yep. Um, and on the same note, I think it tests our friendship because I want a friend to stick to their word. Mm-hmm. And I think because he has safety in me, he's not treating me as much as a coworker sometimes as he is like my wife, who's like going to be okay and like give me grace. Yep. And so it's frustrating at times, but I also think he, so, so that stretches our friendship as I feel sometimes mm-hmm. a little bit abused by being the wife and the safe one. Like you don't have to treat me as well as necessarily real coworkers because I'm your wife. Like I'm not going anywhere. So I think that that is probably where it's been tested. Yeah. I think hmm. all, That's a better you know, answer. That was, a, that was an okay. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was way better than mine. So my, my observation on, on the outside, having been friends with you for a long time and especially through the journey of mountain goat, I have feel like what I have noticed about the atmosphere of your friendship is that your respect for one another has increased. Thanks Lee. And well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like, not that you didn't have respect for one another before. I mean, certainly you guys love each other and you got the, you know, roaring hots for each other, you know, being in, in, uh, (laughs) in in relation, (laughs) dating relationship and, and then married. But I think that there is, there is some measure of admiration, respect, value, worth that sort of increases over time as you see your partner succeed in the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And while you navigate the waters of pandemic business ownership, yeah. which was insane yeah. that you guys had to deal with. I know a lot of your listeners probably have had to deal with that. The stresses and strains that puts on a, a marriage, when you survive those things and you go through them, your trust, like you said, Chrissy goes up, your respect for one another goes up because you see the capacities in the other person. And that's, you're like, man, you're amazing. You crushed that. I I mean, this is awesome what you just did. That's an aspect of friendship that I think if, if, if married couples who also own businesses or who are in similar fields together, if they can begin to admire the great qualities uh, uh, and the 
you know, the growth in the other person. I think you both have grown through this journey. And so say a little bit about that. Like, what have you seen in each other that you're like, this five years has been wild. There have certainly been ups and downs. But this is a thing that I have, like, that has really blown my mind about you. This is, this is a thing that I've seen in you that has grown and that just, it makes me love you even more. Like, what's, what's, a, what's one of those things that you have seen in, in each other? Ryan, we'll start with you. Oh, man, throw me right <laughs> into it. I, I mean, there's a lot. I, I think one of the, one thing that sticks out to me... Look into my eyes when you say one, it. <laughs> one thing that sticks out to me... I feel like I'm going to answer this wrong. Um, so I'm just going to say the first thing that came to mind. There's a lot of things. But the first thing that came to mind is... And again, kind of back to the point of like how this was kind of, you say, given to you or forced upon you. But like as you took a lot of this over, uh, seeing what you mean to the, the staff that work here and like the relationships that are there and like what it was before. And that's even something I would say traditionally I'm good at is like building and leading and growing a team. I wasn't able to focus my time on it as well, but like seeing you step into that and grow in that has been just really fun, but also like seeing how everyone that works here right now, like their posture towards you is just really fun. So you're exciting. saying that, that, Chrissy was better than you. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> By a million. By a million. Yes. Yeah. And that, like affects, that, that affects everything in the whole place. Wow. So. That's nice. That <laughs> <laughs> is nice. These responses. That's just nice. like robot. That's nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. Interesting answer. Received. That's not a robot answer. <laughs> Okay, so my answer would be... In the same way I have lots of things that come to mind, Chrissy's having to search for something. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, so their question is, what has something I've seen in the past five years that has grown my love? Yeah, that's increased your respect. Increased my you respect know. or love. I think... So when, when Ryan asked me to start helping with Mountain Goat, this is maybe kind of like a, a cop-out answer. But I feel like you have given me so much freedom mm. with what we do here. And you have given me so much trust in just like making decisions and trying things that has made me feel really free and excited to do things because I think that most of the things I tell you I want to do or I want to try or when I fail, like you give me the encouragement of like, that's awesome. Like you should do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great idea. And I think because I feel backed up by you and what we do here and like truly like you believe what the decisions that I'm making for mountain goat with you and or without you, I think you truly believe that I'm doing a really good job and you've yeah. made me feel like I'm doing a good job, which has made well, my respect for you because you're trusting of it. I think you trust allowing other people in to do stuff for you, I think has been harder traditionally yeah. and you saying you need help. So honestly, like this goes back to like humility is it makes me respect you so much. Honestly too. I told you like when you apologize to me, it like for anything that happens in our life, it like makes my heart swell. So I'm like, 
you need to apologize more, even if you don't think you did anything wrong. Because Who knew an apology could be so sexy? Yeah, for real. I'm sorry for doing the dishes and putting the kids to bed. <laughs> I'm sorry, coach. Did... So that's my answer. I think I'll I'll add on. Good answer. Um, I'll I'll add on to to this particular because I think both of what we said I think is summed up to me in like a specific moment which is pertinent. And the reason I'm sharing is because Lee was with us. So the pandemic, as we mentioned, is a trying time. And so like we closed, we mentioned, we, we, we closed for a while, then we reopened and it was like playing whack-a-mole when we reopened between like the everything, like this is the rule now, this is who has to wear masks. If you do, you're sitting down, you can't get COVID. So don't wear a mask. Like all that was changing. (laughs) And then like staff were coming and going and we were trying to figure it out. And I was always the one early on that was like, we have to be open every day to make money. Like we have to, take care of the place whatever and like closing was like not an option and a moment where I felt like it flipped was when we were at the beach with everyone one summer and it we didn't think we, we didn't even know if we we're gonna make it because it was like COVID times like mm. is anyone gonna be sick everyone made it to the beach and we like literally got there unpacked all of our stuff and then one of our staff called us and was like I just tested positive for COVID and like during the, that time the the protocol was like okay well everyone who's been in a room with her has to go home now and get tested and like It'll take, you know, testing was so slow and like how long till we can reopen again. And I think that was a turning point for me of like my mindset towards it. And I think that was something where I saw you appreciate a lot where I would have typically been like, we have to stop everything we're doing and figure out how to stay open. And I was like, just tell them to leave and lock the door. And like, pour me another freaking margarita. Yeah. Like just, (laughs) but like literally that, that was like a very against my way of doing things typically, but that was much more towards like what you needed at the time. It was like, just tell them to lock the door. We'll post on Instagram that we're closed for a couple of days. Yeah. The world to get over it. Okay. And so. Okay. So I got to interject here. Like, I think I have blocked out most of the pandemic because <laughs> everything that you're saying, I'm like, wow, that's all coming back to me now. <laughs> that is insane. I can't really, you know, I wonder yeah. how triggering that is for your listeners right here. Yeah. But I've, I've, I think it's it's been wonderful, you know, as, as one of your best friends, it's been wonderful to watch the... Uh, you know, obviously you never want to wish difficulty on anyone. Yeah. But what I have observed. Unless about, you do. Unless you do. And then that's a whole different podcast episode. Called Revenge. Revenge. <laughs> Featuring your pastor. Um, but be, watching, watching how you guys have endured difficulty specifically through your business has been something as a best friend on the outside I never would have wanted for you guys, but I am so grateful because I think it has brought so much life mm-hmm. and, and flourishing into both your relationship with one another, which, you know, for anybody out there who uh, is married and you have friends who are also married and you're running a big crew, like the quality of one individual marriage in a friend group affects everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so I'm grateful for these difficulties that you guys have been through because it it has blessed all of us. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's made us all better. Okay. Let's talk about communication for just a second, because communication is one of the most important aspects of healthy marriages. Let me ask you guys this question. So how has your Ryan's giggling, (laughs) which is a signal perhaps to the quality of communication. That's, that's okay. So here's the question. How has your communication in marriage had to evolve and grow in the context of also owning a business? Chrissy, we'll start with you. Okay. Yeah. Communication has always been a struggle. Sweet. I was going to ask you to do this in an AI robotic voice. 
But for real, since the beginning of our marriage, <laughs> communication has been something that's always been at the top. It's one of our... I call Not just it our of, marriage before. Yeah, it's one of our top hitters, I'd say, um, when it comes to uh, arguments. And it's because our both of our preferred communication styles are wildly different. Chrissy's preferred is to not communicate. Okay. Here so, we go. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so describe this. All right. So talk to me about your individual communication styles. So You had to see that. Coming. Ryan claims that Chrissy's communication style is not. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Lee. All right. Let me, let me give an Chrissy, example. I can give an example. Chrissy's communication style is like our kids. Like... What did you do at school today? Yeah. Really? Did you... What did you no, do at school today? Lee, what'd no, Lee. What did you do at school today? Art. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what did you paint? Green. Well, what did you paint that was green? A tree. Like, okay, you could have just okay, answered okay. the first question okay. with a green tree. Listen, everybody. But you instead, signed up for the right <laughs> podcast on this one. This is awesome. Don't do it 2x speed. You're going to want to get every syllable. <laughs> When you have a conversation with someone. <laughs> That's communication. <laughs> when you have a conversation with someone, it is a back and forth. Sure, it's a bridge. Correct. Ryan. Ours does, is not a bridge, it's like lobbing things back and forth. Ryan oh. does not like to ask questions in a conversation. Let me give you an example. Okay. Let's say that we're planning to hang out with y'all tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Nice. Let's do it. <laughs> what are y'all doing tomorrow? <laughs> okay. But for real. Um, so this is how the conversation would go. We're going to hang out with the McDermott's tomorrow. Ryan. Cool. What are we going to do? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking we could maybe like go get tacos or something. Cool. What time? I don't know. Maybe noon. Okay. That sounds good. Anybody else coming? Oh, yeah, like the Vanderwaters were going to come too. And then what are we doing tomorrow night? Oh, I already had plans to like for us to go get pizza tomorrow night. Ryan, that conversation that I just explained to you is infuriating to him. Yeah, like I want, when I say what are we doing tomorrow, I want to know like what are we doing tomorrow? It What's frustrates him that I wouldn't say. And I'm, I've gotten a lot better at this because I'm trying to communicate in the style that he wants to receive. What he wants me to do, I know now, is to say, Tomorrow, we're going to hang out with the McDermott's at noon at White Duck Taco. We'll probably be there until about 2 p.m. I was thinking after we do that, we can come home, maybe let the kids rest for a little bit, watch a movie, and then we're going to go get pizza at 7 p.m. doesn't awesome. He doesn't like the back and forth where I'm like, this is a conversation. He wants me to think through everything I'm going to say before I say it. Now, I have learned, I think that kind of thing is different, but like as far as it goes business-wise... I, instead of like peppering him all day with things, I try to collect okay. a collect a, th- yeah. a group of things to talk to him about before I raise my hand to be like, mm-hmm. raise your hand. I make everyone in the house raise their hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then he whistles and he's like, Brigitta, come down to <laughs> We should have a daughter named Brigitta. Okay, what? does that make sense? I, th- I think it does. But to me, Ryan's frustrated if I do that. But to me, I'm trying to do it the, the way that he is. But I'm also like, okay, but my preferred communication style is back and forth. And it helps me when you ask me the questions to help me think of like the details. Right. So, okay. So, the, but in his mind, I'm wrong. Oh, okay. For how I do it. Okay. 
So you're talking about a couple, yeah, you're talking about a couple of different aspects of communication. <laughs> one is sort of like, one is the experience of communicating. I want to go back to the nice combo. Nice. <laughs> but this is the juicy yeah, stuff that is. the people want. Yeah. So, so here, the the thing about it is that t- uh, Chrissy is more wanting a mat, a tennis match. Yeah. When it comes to conversation. Sports, yeah. Because of the experience of going back and forth uh, in it, Ryan is like in that in this particular time wants more. Like, give me all the information up front so I can receive it all in. And because there, I, what I perceive here potentially, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, is there's an element of how time is spent in a conversation. Yeah. Whereas Ryan is not interested in wasting time. Yeah, I'm not trying to tease out the details you already know. Just tell me what you know. Right. But there's a misunderstanding there that G probably doesn't know all of the, oh, she knows. Of the, of the details she knows. She's just not as things me. are happening. <laughs> so the, we're not just talking about the transfer. We're not just talking about the transfer of information in a in a dialogue. What we're talking about is an understanding of how time is spent, yeah. which is also a function of it's a it's a way to communicate that is you know you just meet each other halfway, and that's kind of what you were talking about. Like in the business thing, instead of peppering him with questions, you formulate you know a, a larger uh, section of information in order to deliver it, it to yeah. one time. And I'm sure Ryan, that what you have done is sort of like softened on your, on your uh, side of things in, in order well to, uh, in order to have more of a tennis match of conversation yeah. you know, when it comes to that. I will say, I think the way that Ryan has grown in the past three years ish is that while that, when that does happen, it frustrates him. He doesn't allow it to consume him. Mm. Whereas in the past, he would get down about that and very, very, very frustrated. Mm. But I think in all, and this has been my prayer, I feel like you've just grown so much more grace for me in a lot of areas. And I think Mountain Goat has been a piece of why you have Mm -hmm. grown grace for me, but it extends across our whole life. So start a business to grow grace with your wife. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably <laughs> the cheapest way to do it. The <laughs> unexpected gift, perhaps for people in business, if yeah. they yeah. can look at it that way, it can be a vehicle for deeper understanding that you yeah. give toward the other person in the relationship, which yeah. is kind of cool. You're both in in a, you know, and here again is the the gift of difficulty. Yeah. Which uh, starting a business is a difficult thing. The gift of difficulty is that you grow in tenderness and grace toward toward yeah. one another. One, one of the comments that I was going to make, you know, about like couples typically, in my experience, more than 20 years worth of pastoral ministry, in my experience, people don't get divorced. They don't, they don't end their relationships because of the surface things mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. sex or money or, or whatever. They end their relationships because over time their heart their hearts get hardened toward each other, yeah. and they stop being tender mm-hmm. and gracious toward one another. It, I've seen relationships where one side one person in the relationship has deeply wounded the other person. As long as that that person's heart never gets hardened, there's hope for that relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but if on on the contrary, if there are some wounds that happen to someone, their heart gets hardened. They're like. I don't care what kind of, you know, convincing you can try to do. I'm just not in this anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's one thing that I've seen is that as you, through the course of owning a business, your hearts have stayed soft and tender toward one another. Mm-hmm. And that's increased, you yeah. know what I mean? Which is a beautiful thing. Beautiful. Oh, should we make <laughs> yes. out? Yeah. <laughs> should we make out, you guys? <laughs> hey, uh, okay. So I have, I have another question I want to ask you guys. So, all right. So 
you know, there, there's lots of talk. Uh, I, I think the idea of self-care, personal health, mental health is like a very real thing in the dialogue of our yeah. society right now. And so I wanted to, to really ask you guys a couple of questions around that. Like what intentional rhythms or practices have you guys installed in your life that has kept, that has kept you both in a place of mental and physical and spiritual health? Because I, on the outside looking in, I see, I feel like in, in my 12 plus years of knowing you guys, I, th- I feel like both of you are at really some of the healthiest places that I've ever seen you at this, at this particular point. Do you I know? look fast? I look fast. You look so fast, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So, you look so fast. So, uh, A, you know, what do you think about that question? Do you agree that you're in a healthy place, number one? And then secondarily, are there some practical things that you guys have installed in your life that have brought about that health that you feel like might be helpful for your listeners? I'll start. I think (laughs) that I have been... So a few things. We... I've been going to counseling for... I don't know, three, four years. Yeah. And I usually go monthly. Shout out to Kelly. She's the best. She definitely doesn't <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> I'll send her this link. <laughs> we mentioned your name. Um, but I think having a place where I can talk freely mm. with no judgment yep. and no strings attached, honestly. And I don't have to listen to her. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. I don't have to listen to her. Yeah. I have, I am richly blessed with best friends, but sometimes when I s- want to say, and, and another gift we have is my best friends are also best friends with Ryan, mm, like yeah. my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, one of the best things about going to counseling is I can say things to Kelly, my counselor, that I would not say to my best friends because I don't want to be a husband basher. I don't want my, I don't want our relationship to necessarily affect how they feel about Ryan. I mean, we'll, we say a lot of things like Mm -hmm. we're open about a lot of things that go on, but there's certain things that I would only want to discuss with a counselor And so I think that that's been really healthy for me to have that outlet. And another thing is I started playing tennis last fall. Mm -hmm. And for me, being able to move my body and compete has been an an amazing outlet because I'm very competitive. And so even though it's like, you know, I'm an adult athlete who plays like (laughs) an adult athlete. Yeah. Plays not serious (laughs) tennis. Just yet. being able to yet, yet I'm on my way. Oh yeah. Just being able to move my body in that way has been really fun and a good like brain break. I think there are other things that we want to do and can do, but um I also think I'm trying I'm trying to think of some more examples of yeah. self care. So what you're saying already to some of it's like counseling yeah. for the mind and the soul, mm-hmm. tennis. For the mind and the body. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'd say so, like you also said spiritual and I know you're my pastor, so you don't want to like, you know, bang that in my head or anything. <laughs> but I think being a part of a, of a church and being committed and going as a family, but also like knowing people 
from the church and being connected in the community that way has been grounding and getting like good teaching on that side, just because I think ultimately, ultimately our belief is that if we're like the, the way that our business is going to perform its best, the way our marriage is going to be the best and the way that our family is going to be the best is if we are first like seeking the Lord and seeing where he wants to guide us in all Mm -hmm. of those areas. And so I mean, ultimately as the basis of why we're doing what we're doing, it all boils down to that. So I think continuing to like go back to that and have that as, as a, as like our root, our deepest root has been really important. Yep. I've Ryan? been racking my brain to think about how to think about self care. And I don't, I'm not good at that. Yeah. Well, I'm Lee knows I, so, this. so on the, <laughs> on the outside, I mean, you know, in our friend group, we, we nickname Ryan onions, onion layers. Yeah. Just because, like, there's so many layers beneath, like, what's But we've what's, redone that because there's not actually layers. He's Jonathan, an avocado. Jonathan determined oh. I'm an avocado. There's oh, a thin just... shell, a fatty bro layer, and then a hard pit. <laughs> <laughs> fatty bro layer. Wow. Just a bunch of bro, good bro material, and then just a yeah. hard pit that no one knows what's inside of, just, myself included. Yeah, I, I don't know if I agree with the hard pit. Uh, but <laughs> it's the, not like a bad heart. It's just you know, like... I think that's where the illustration breaks down, perhaps. <laughs> um, but that, I think that, uh, you know... Ryan, I mean, you, you've maintained, you know, sort of healthy disciplines when it comes to like taking care of your body, which is, I, I think it's so important in today's age to understand that like physical discipline is so helpful for mental health. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you, you know, every, every, I, how, how often do you go, do you go for a run every week? Not much when it's cold, but when it's yeah. not cold, yeah, as I many mean, days as I can. Sure. So that's, you know, I, I think that you know, there's a, a lot of people out there potentially who are owning businesses who might feel like they don't have time to do some of those things. But what I'm hearing you guys say is that the investment in healthy practices keeps your mind in a place to where, you know, you're just, you're ready to tackle mm-hmm. the challenges of both being married and being a parent and being a business owner. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Ryan, maybe this is a sign to you to get some more hashtag self care. <laughs> When, when am I, <laughs> Ooh, what should it be? <laughs> hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, Ryan, have you, have you thought about any, are there any areas of your life that you're like, you know, the, like, I want to try this thing because it'll help me to be a healthier person. Or are you just thinking like when you wake up in the morning, you're like, we in here, man, I'm healthy. It's fine. I think oh, I, Lee, I, I you think know him so I well. Know, I think there Be is in here, man. I I do think. I mean, I think this is fair to say. I think different people require different levels of that. And so, like, exactly. I think, like Chrissy said, like having tennis is good and counseling is good. And like, um, I think for me, it's like you know, I'm just good. I'll just do this, and then I'll be dead one day. Like, I'm just yep. fine. Yeah, I I do think that's a that is just like, have a couple of kids. You'll have plenty of free time then. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's fine. I think that. You know, my observation of, of you as a friend is that you sort of intuitively beneath language sort of know what you need in order to be a healthy person. Mm-hmm. Like you need time in the woods. You need to go yeah. uh, off for runs. You need to have people over to sit around the fire and just like yuck it up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm really good at just sitting around. Yeah. yeah. So like that maybe is it. There you go. And I so think, different I people think, need different things. I want to say about this. I think in the past that on paper, it would have bothered me about Ryan. Like, what would? What you're explaining. Like, that you're like, <laughs> I don't need anything. I just wake up, we in here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. 
I want you to. I want that to be the first thing you say uh, when you wake uh, up in the morning. We gonna, in here. Within a week, she will be asking me to stop waking her up and saying we in here, we in here. at six a.m. <laughs> hey, we in here. We in here. Yeah. Um, Shut up! I need coffee. <laughs> um, Why are you so loud right now? I think that. Oh. I would have probably said I would have wanted you. I think three years ago, I think I would have said. I would have wanted you to be deeper or like have more deep conversation. Why are you laughing? That's just the funny or thing. like have more deep conversations or like, I think I would have said, I would love if you wanted to go to counseling. Um, I still, I still really, we did a, a season where we went to couples counseling and that was great. And I think that I, I wouldn't be opposed to going back just every so often just to check in, but now we have Lee. So mm-hmm. for we're doing free, it, we're doing it right now. You're welcome um, America. But <laughs> I think that what I'm actually, what I actually would have thought was like annoying to me that like you didn't want to do counseling or you didn't want to have deep conversations. I've actually grown to be appreciative of how steady you are in all areas of life. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like you are like what I would trade. I would, I wouldn't trade your steadiness for you being different anyway. Like, the fact that you have just like, you know what you believe and you don't, you don't like mm-hmm. go up and down. You're not questioning things. Like you have very strong convictions about some things I think are really dumb, <laughs> but you have very strong convictions. And I think that I now am like appreciative that that is who you are because it makes up your whole personality and why we are good together. Well, strong convictions are good because you already know where you stand on something and you don't have to ever think about yeah, it again. Decisions made. Like yeah. this is, yeah. this is how the world works. Everyone else is wrong. Yeah. And we just go on with our day. I go. mean, to get deep for a minute, which is not something I do. I think that's something <laughs> that people mistake about me. That's why like the onions was like a thing for a while. Like, Oh, Riri's got these like uh, layers of onions. And then I think people realize, like, no, there's just not much there. It's just like a fatty bro layer, like under the. It's just not. It's just like. I'm just no, there fine. is more there, but. It's but it's not that interesting. Yeah. It's just like uh, this I is this is you. okay. So we're gonna ignore Ryan for just a second. <laughs> yeah. This conversation. The, the, this yeah. is we we had a uh, we had a uh, a group text going that was just about Ryan's bits, yeah. like the things that Ugh. he would just like throw out there that would be you know sort They're of all funny. Correct. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, and don't we know it? Yes. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, I, one of the things, to wrap up this the aspect of the conversation, I, I think that one of the things that I, I think has got to be so important for many business leaders out there, business owners out there, is that the way that you sort of take care of your personal life is going to spill into the success or failure of your business in mm-hmm. one way or another. And the way that y'all have managed that, I think through the years, like helping to put your marriage first and your family first and then that spilled over into um, Mountain Goat being a place that is currently thriving, which is which is a beautiful thing to to see. Hey, let's switch gears for just a moment and talk about romance. Mm. Oh yeah, so you guys do a weekly date night ish, mm-hmm. like Allie and I do. How does that practice help keep you guys in love with each other? So this reminds me of a meme I think I saw yesterday, but it was like a guy who was doing a podcast interview and he was like, and there was a caption over it and it was like me and my husband at date night. And the guy in the podcast interview was like, man, I like you. 
you. I thought you were an asshole all along, but I actually like you. It's like when you finally get time away from your kids to like not have to like cook dinner or clean dishes and look across from each other and be like, I actually like think your personality is awesome. Like, And that's it. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) But I think just for us both, like, I'm a, I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I am seeking fun overall. Uh-huh. And for what? us to just be able to have fun together and eat good food and be reminded that we enjoy talking and hanging out with one another, it just, it solidifies that like, we're going to be doing this for a long time. We're not going to run out of things to like laugh about and yeah. enjoy one another over. Like yeah. we got, we got it good. Like neither one of us are wondering whether or not the other person loves them and wants to spend time with them. Right. You I'm, don't wonder that. I'm going to go with that answer for my answer. <laughs> yeah. The whole, the whole thing. Yeah. That's so, a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought you were an asshole. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Well, so yeah, Ryan, what, like from the romance perspective, like what keeps, what keeps the romance alive in a marriage that also owns a business? I mean, I think Christy's like spot on, you know, I think, that just like actually sex is the answer that Ryan is trying to say <laughs> yeah. that it's, I will just go Man, ahead and say it. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> and so I, does Chrissy's mom. I think it's like, they'll be like clapping like more listen, grandbabies. That's yeah. yeah. Um, listen, they know. <laughs> I think though too, just like what encapsulates it all is just not taking anything too seriously. Yeah. Good at that. Everything could go wrong tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But just like knowing that we can enjoy one another today and what's happening today and be able to kind of like know that we got each other's back and that we're, we're in, we in here. We in here. We in here every morning. Wake up in the morning. We We in in here. here. We in here. (laughs) I think we're, I think we're out of time for today. That's good. I got a new bit. Yeah. What what is it? (laughs) We in here in the morning. First thing. (laughs) Wake up every morning. You're welcome. Well, Lee, thank you for coming. We're definitely going to be doing the counseling-ish episode again, spot again. Sweet. I have a question for the next episode. Is talking about how having children affects your marriage as a business owner. It makes it so much easier. This is called a cliffhanger. So much less to worry about. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today on (laughs) Business Partner Partners, and we'll see you next time. We in here. Bye. (laughs) We out of here. (laughs) 